tonight I want to talk about a time frame for divine activity, a divine time frame. And I want to encourage your spirit from the gospel according to Luke. Luke chapter 18 from 35. It reads, Then it happened as he was coming near Jericho that a certain blind man sat by the road begging. And hearing a multitude passing by, he asked what it meant. So they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those who went before warned him that he should be quiet. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. I give praise to God and may the reading of his words bring a treasure house of blessings towards you I as I read this text I have come to find out that many times we are reading the text we miss a little bit of what the author is trying to signal us with some key words that most times the average person does not take note of it and it is uh, this little phrase that you encounter every now and again in the Bible that Jesus was passing by. And as I just take this few moments to talk about divine time frame, I want to say to us that we must understand as individuals, as a world, as churches, that uh, Jesus works off a divine time frame and a divine clock jesus though he's the son of god omniscient he knows everything he knows what we need he knows the things that we desire i find that there are many occasions when jesus does not instigate the conversation that derives deliverance or derives the manifestation of glory in the life of persons i've come to realize that many times you read the bible it just says simply that jesus was passing by somewhere now that suggests a few things to me one jesus was not going to stop jesus was moving along he was he he, he, he did not have any it, 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 it seems to suggest in the writer's view the author Luke, though he's divinely inspired to write, it's as if he's saying, based off his personal observation, Jesus showed no indication that he was going to stop at this blind man's feet. Uh, we know that this blind man from another gospel, his name was Bartimius, our son of Timius. And we come to realize that Jesus is coming towards where Bartimius is. And I'm going to assume and I'm going to make the statement that the minute the commotion comes to Bartimaeus' ears, that means as Jesus is walking towards him and he's hearing the commotion, a 
clock starts to tick, which is a divine time frame begins. And the time frame, I believe it extends whether it would take Jesus 15 minutes from the time Bartimaeus could hear the crowd coming to the, the, the crowd walking out of his hearing or whether, whether it's 15 minutes, 10 minutes to the point where he could shout and get Jesus' attention. A clock starts to tick in. There's almost, if, if, this, was a, if this was a movie or, or some kind of scene, you could see a little clock just pop up down the bottom of the scene and there's a clock ticking down and Jesus is walking towards Bartimaeus. Oh my God Almighty man. Jesus is walking towards him with the intention to pass Bartimaeus. Pass him in blindness, pass him in his in his confusion, pass him in his in, in his inability to be all that he could be. Jesus is walking past. And it doesn't say that Jesus was intentionally just seeing this man and trying to avoid him. Jesus is passing a lot of people. Oh my god, I could talk about the man with the issue of blood. A lot of people are touching Jesus, was touching Jesus in that moment. But this woman, um, she was able to tap into that divine moment where she could reach close enough to reach reach out and touch him. So I come back to the Bartimaeus. Jesus was moving, but, but Bartimaeus, according to Luke, the blind man was able to shout down the master when he recognized that it was Jesus. Now if he had sat around and waited long enough, you know, Jesus would have gone out of earshot or he would have gone out of this sphere where he could influence Jesus. Because when he was crying out, the crowd wasn't helping him. The crowd wasn't saying, hey Jesus, we know you can't work miracles. There's, there's Bartimaeus over there. Come, come help him. This is something that if Bartimaeus does not rise up and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He would not get his deliverance. He would not get the healing. He would not get the manifestation of the glory of God. The time would have passed. He would have missed that divine opportunity because the time would have run out. And can I say to you, brothers and sisters, or whoever are listening to this voice, um, this note, that we have we have to pray that we don't miss divine opportunities. We have to pray that 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 we don't miss when Jesus is passing us by from time to time. Divine opportunities are passing us by. We don't miss it, but that we call out to God and say, God. I need your help, Lord. I need your help in this situation, God. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't make it in this condition. I, I, I need your help. And sometimes, as humans, we, 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 we a, a lot of humanity want to sit down in their blindness and and just wallow in the blindness and become comfortable in their blindness. Sometimes, you're even talking to people about their salvation and then tell us they are high right and demand Jesus high right and all kind of different things. And I'm not here to say that persons might not be all right. But I tend to find that it's not a lot of people want to change their situation. They allow Jesus to pass them by without saying, Lord, have mercy on me. And even as I'm saying, I'm doing this podcast, I know that Jesus is hearing me. And I say, God, even as somebody is hearing me right now, tap into their situation, Lord. Even as I am talking about this now, Lord, I'm asking to tap into every situation in my life that I do not have the capacity to overcome. God, tap into the life of the listeners and my life and the life 
life of my wife and my, my, my unborn child and my brothers and sisters, my mother and father. Lord, I'm asking you to tap in with your divine power. I know you hear me, God. You might not be here in flesh like you were with Bartimaeus, but even in the realm of the spirit, as I'm speaking this into this microphone, I'm asking you, God, to tap into our lives in this season. Father God, I'm asking you to tap into the life of Jamaica. God, we recognize that this season is a season when sickness is in the air. The world is in a crisis. COVID is shutting down churches, shutting down nations. God, curfew is up on the line. The land is in crisis. It's in a confusion. Father, but as I stand here, I say, God, help me that my soul is connected to you. God, help me that my soul is right with you. But God, I'm also asking you to, if you can open Bartimaeus blind eyes, you are God enough to shut down this virus out of the atmosphere. And I join with millions on, on high that needs you to shut up. I join with churches that are depending on a miracle. Father, I know the governments of this world and many people don't believe that there's power in your name. They have more, they have more confidence in hand sanitizer. And God, I'm not saying people, oh Lord God, people, I'm not saying enough use hand sanitizer. But I'm saying that there's power in Jesus. There's healing in Jesus. Oh, God Almighty, Bartimaeus must have heard something about Jesus. He must have heard somebody talk to Jesus raised people from the dead. He must have heard that Jesus was casting out demons. He must even have heard that the disciples of Jesus had power. So if the disciples had power, how much more so the master and Bartimaeus realized that what he was facing, he needed God to step into his situation. And you might be listening to me um, tonight and you know this is a regular podcast we do a lot of talking but I feel like I want to encourage somebody no sit down in your situation and then call out for Jesus say Lord I need you God I need you every hour God without you I would feel I need you not just for COVID but there are other chronic diseases and them not gone upon leave while COVID is on the horizon oh God other chronic diseases are still operating and we are asking for God us from the evil one. God is from robbers and rapists, gunmen and scammer. God is from accident. God is from various types of illnesses. Father, as I come before you, God continue to be our provider in this devilish and evil age. Oh God, we got to be like Bartimaeus. For you can't, sometimes you cannot get the chance to ask God something until you get God's attention. Because, listen, until the, when Bartimaeus begin to cry out, I love this. It says that Jesus stood still. Hello. That means he get Jesus' attention. Sometimes we have to cry out till we get Jesus' attention. Sometimes we have to spend time in the word and just, I, I just I say, God, I need your attention for a minute. Lord have mercy, God, for when Bartimaeus call out, he call out till the Lord stop. The Lord is no longer just passing through, but the Lord has stopped at his feet. The Lord has stopped close enough to deal with the condition that Bartimaeus is going through. The clock that was ticking down uh, has now been stopped. It is passed, the countdown passed for Jesus I call Bartimaeus' name. It's no longer just Bartimaeus who is calling out to God but it's now God saying bring him to me it says the, the scripture says in verse 40 that Jesus stopped and said bring him to me when you get Jesus attention Jesus begin to take over the narrative Bartimaeus was blind but Jesus said bring him come carry him come, I'm blind but I'll bring him into my presence 
I'm going to take Bartimaeus into my presence. I'm going to lead him into my presence. When we get God's, when we get God's attention, the Bible says he leaded me into green pastures. For sometimes we don't know what is green. Sometimes we don't know what the blessing is even in this season. We're in confusion. Everybody is panicking. We don't know where breakthrough come from. We wonder if we have enough money in the bank. Some of us don't even have a dollar in the bank. We're living surely by faith. And we don't know how we are going to reach to the next side. We don't know we're going to pay the next set of bills. But one thing I love about the text, the text says that Jesus said, lead him to me. He commanded it and I asked him, ask and beg. Jesus commanded, said, bring him to me. And one thing about God, when God gives a command, it must be carried out. And I believe in this season, oh God Almighty, as we call out to God, where we need to go in this COVID-ridden last days, God is going to take us there. If it means he's going to rapture us into his presence, as long as we have his attention, hallelujah, we don't have to worry how we're going to get there. Him already broke out the plan or we're going to get there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So the thing said, he, he, he commanded them to bring him. Talk about time for him. Bartimaeus, he, he seized the opportunity. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss the opportunity. This is the time to cry out to God. Don't miss it. It might not be COVID. It might be something else. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. God help us not to miss it. Jesus help us not to miss it. Help us not to miss your power and your glory in this season. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? Oh, hallelujah. My God. Lord, boy, I'd love. My God, you know, I, I don't know what I wouldn't do for your God said that. Oh God, just stand before the Lord and the Lord say, what would you have me to do? Can you imagine that? My brother, my sister, whoever is listening, you're at the place where God is saying, God, God, creator of heaven and earth. For the Bible says, in him, through him were all things created by him and for him. That means Jesus played an active role in the creation of the things that we see, touch, smell, and hear. Uh, God Almighty, he is the creator of heaven and earth. Oh, God, he says that him created. He was created for him and for his pleasure. And yet the same God is saying, what can I do for you? Whatever deficiencies we have, there's an answer in Jesus. There is deliverance in Jesus. It's when Bartimaeus get close to Jesus that Bartimaeus could say, God, my eyes, I want to see. Sometimes what is happening in this world is that people want to ask Jesus for things and they don't have Jesus' attention. Hello? So there's a lot of people praying. I believe there are tons of people praying all over the world. Even I myself is in the category. We're praying, we're praying, we're praying. And sometimes I'm wondering, do we have Jesus' attention? For it is when you have Jesus' attention that you can ask Jesus or something, you know. Hello. You look in the Bible, it is when the people have Jesus' attention, most of them, uh, that they could ask something of Jesus. Because we are not fortunate in this dispensation to have Jesus physically there where when Jesus is minding his own business, you can go and stretch out your hand and by faith touch the hem of his garment. In this dispensation, we have to have Jesus' attention. We have to have the attention. We have to have we have to have God's attention in this season. We have Jesus must turn his ears down, his eyes down upon us in this season. We, we don't have his hand to touch. Where Jesus is going to sit to touch me. 
it's just it's just the reality of the context of which we are we are our relationship with god is taking place now that we do not have a physical jesus nor his physical him to go touch and say boy me, me touch him my garment anything we are doing now it has to come through the attention of jesus christ hello there is no miracle that is coming down from him where god no know about i believe that everything that is coming down now he's fully aware of it in the fullness of who jesus stands we have to have his attention. We are in a world that wants things from God without God's attention. We want things from God without being in a conversation with God or having a, 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 some kind of framework of our relationship and communication with God. And I think that is I think that is rather foolish. We must have a relationship with God within the time frame. The time frame is to build a relationship. And from a relationship, then we start to say, God, I'm putting this on the table. I really need your help with it. We need to form and frame our relationship with the Lord. That's why it's important for people to spend time in the Word and spend time in prayer, spend time in things that build up their spirit about God, talk about God, defend God, do what you need to do about God. Because when you build a relationship with God, it is in a relationship, I believe, that we can access some of the blessings from God. And I know that there are persons out there who are quote-unquote cessationists who don't believe that God does this and God does that. And the sad thing about the cessationists and the, and the worst thing they call themselves Puritan and Stoics is that despite the fact that the Bible says that these things um, would happen, they just say, because I have never seen it, they don't believe. I mean, it's as if they're saying, I don't care what the scripture says. We have never seen anybody being healed. And if you even carry them to a million persons who have been healed, they tell us strictly that they were not sick. So it just show that they don't believe that a relationship with God actively manifests in God doing something for you. Because this is what they say. Why would God have to heal anybody? Because he's already God. It's as if they don't read the Bible. And I strongly believe that most Stoics and Puritans and most of these cessationists, they do not read the Bible. I've come to realize, and a few of them are my friends, so I come to realize this. They read books about the Bible, but they don't read the Bible. So they'll read a, a book with 70 chapters, and the 70 chapters cover one verse in the Bible. But they do not really spend time in the Bible personally, because anybody that reads the Bible and reads the New Testament context of the Bible and get an understanding of who God is, you recognize that God is a God that wants to heal his people. And not because that needs to prove that he is God, because when Jesus walked the earth, I don't even know, Lord God, I'm not coming off the narrative, but when Jesus was healing this man, it was not just to declare his deity. God did not have to go around healing people to prove that he was God. Because when God came to, 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 to Egypt with Moses, or sent Moses to Egypt, God did not send Moses down there to heal people to prove that he was God. God was healing people because people needed healing. Hello, if Jesus just wanted to prove that he was the son of God and the miracle was the point that Jesus was the son of God, Jesus could have gone there and part the Sea of Galilee and roll back Galilee and, and roll back Jordan and do all kind of miraculous things, call them fire from heaven like Elijah. God could have done all those if Jesus wanted to prove he was God. He could have done so much supernatural thing. He did not have to heal people as a means to show that he was the son of God. That, that is just a ridiculous concept of who God is. God was healing people because God was having compassion on the people he created whose life was broken because of sin that allowed sickness to be a part of the reality of the human existence. And I'm glad that I heard an old man say a long time ago that he realized that God said in his word that it's appointed unto man once to die but he did not say anything much about sickness. 
but sickness is a reality and people will get sick before they die but also we realize that God when we read God's word you realize that God does not feel comfortable based on reading this text where people just sick and lay down in one spot all the days of their life Jesus went to the man at the pool of Bethesda and said will thou be made whole and while it did prove the narrative that he was the son of God I believe Jesus was having compassion on these people hallelujah so he had his attention when he had his attention he asked and he received the blessings from the Lord it's time that we realize that God I need your attention in this season it's time we start saying God I need your attention I need you to stop I need you to spend some time I need, I need you to come down I need you to open your ears I need you to hear what I have to say I, I'm like Bartimaeus, God, I'm not, I don't have it all together. I, I, I'm glad that Jesus didn't say Bartimaeus, much time you pray, much time you read the Bible, you fast since this week. I'm glad that Jesus was dealing with the situation that these people are going through. And I believe that whatever situation you're going through, and the devil want to tell you that you're not worthy to receive a blessing from God. You're not worthy for a manifestation of his glory. Just ask the devil who in the Gospels deserved it. Who in the book of Acts deserved it? For who God will be gracious because of who he is and not because of who we are. And the name of Jesus Christ will strengthen you not because of what you have done but because of the grace of Jesus Christ. For it is not your works that cause Jesus to have mercy. But it's the very fact that a person can look to God for help when others are turning to so much things to acknowledge that God, I believe you are my transformer. I believe you can turn around the situations I am facing. And you look to God earnestly, there can be a miracle that is manifested in your life. So as I'm here today, I just close off with this prayer for you, Father. I don't know who will be hearing this message but even as this word read this word today and it's in my spirit it's in my stomach it's in my mind father i won't go to sleep with the richness of the power of this word but i pray that if there's an individual here who is hearing the sound of my voice and they are in need of a miracle they are in need of help then father that god you will not pass them by Father, the divine time frame would not run out until they inherit the blessing and the miracle they need. But Father, even in the midst of it, I pray that your name will be glorified and your name will be magnified. And Father, in my own life, I pray, Almighty God, that even the miracles and the grace that I need, you'll pour into my life even as I pray for others. For God, I still believe you are a miracle-working God. I still believe you are the God that manifests your power. God, that humanity will walk and say, yes, truly, he is God. I thank you, God, for hearing my prayers even right now as I release this word to the nations. And I pray that you bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.